Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Loveline, episode 668, featuring guests L7. From April 21st, 1998, a Tuesday night show. Source on this one is a Kevin tape from 2016, with patches from a JBJ tape from 2009. The JBJ had really rough audio, so the patches were very small, and there wasn't much we could use anyway. L7 are making their second known appearance of the Adam era. They were previously on in 97. We didn't have the full show, so it aired as episode 500. Uh, that was a best-of that uh, Engineer Mike put together with uh, Fiona Apple on the other half. This episode was previously only 39 minutes in length. Now we have nearly the full show. So now we're just missing a few seconds after the tape flip for the second hour. When they go to the station ID break right after that, it's literally just a couple seconds. And maybe a couple seconds from a few chunks later on or earlier on in the show as well. But this is the best we're ever going to get. And we'll probably never find those missing 45 to 75 seconds. Adam and Drew discuss what a bizarre episode 667 was, and then they reassure producer Anne that her off-the-wall booking choices from time to time only end up inspiring better and sometimes really bizarre content for the show. It was a great, really fun episode. L7 are wonderful guests. If you'd like to support more of my efforts in getting you these shows faster and getting more of this work done, uh, right now I've been transferring about five to eight tapes per day at about 90 minutes to a little over two hours per tape and then saving them, which is usually the most time-consuming part, is putting all the notes and the dates and everything in correctly so they're archived in the right spot. So then I go back to them later to then edit them down and combine them and merge them in Frankenstein files. It takes less time then, but it all feels like a lot of busy work. And while I'm transferring the tapes, I have these four binders, the biggest case logics they ever had, uh, filled with Loveline CDs. Now these are all 2001 through 2005, but they're superior sources. They're digital CD sources broken up into 12 segments, complete shows, way better quality than the stuff that's already out there, which is 22 kilohertz, 64 kilobytes per second. It's really crappy quality. So when we come to replace the 2001-2005 stuff, I have it uh, digitally already ready to go, but I have to transfer the CDs, and there's thousands of them. And each CD takes forever because you have to transfer it in 12-segment bursts. You could save it in a folder and then go back to it later, but you're really only delaying the work. The best move is to uh, rip all the 12 segments, then open them up because they're saved in MP3 format. Open them up in an MP3 editor, uh, add them together backwards, so last segment, second to last segment, third to last segment, etc. Keep doing that until you put all 12 in order. Then play it through, make sure it's correct, do a little editing, re-export it to an mp3 you're good to go but <laughs> i don't have time to do it and i've only gotten a couple hundred of those done and i've had this binder these binders for years and the cds are not going to be lasting forever so i gotta come up with a solution for these quick otherwise we're going to lose that and it's one of these things like well do you go with the tapes first or the cds you shouldn't have to choose i should be able to do both at the same time but it's just not it's not feasible so again if you want to help out uh, patreon.com slash giovanni and the Amazon links in the show notes and on the website. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. It's been a crazy 
crazy another week of shows. It only gets weirder from here, and the most classic of Loveline moments and things you've been waiting for are coming up. May, June, July, August 98 are some huge months for the show. I can't wait to share these with you, even though I dread <laughs> compiling the, the files and building them, and of course, Frankensteining the files together. So mahalo, get it on. I'm losing my voice again, as per usual. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Dr. Drew. Tim. Yes. You're 16. What's your question? Um, well, since the age of 8 to about 12, my older brother used to have me have, like, oral and anal sex with him. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm 16. That stopped about four years ago. And now I find guys attractive. Um, I've, I mean, many girls find me attractive and stuff, but I have no feelings towards them. I don't go out with girls. Excuse me, Tim, and I don't mean to to disparage this history, if indeed it is true, uh, because it's horrible. I mean, it's absolutely horrible, but why don't I believe him? I don't know. I was kind of getting that, too, but I don't know why. I don't know. Go ahead, Tim. Um, I just, I wanted to know if maybe, like... I just don't buy it. What is that? I I don't know. I'm getting the same vibe. Tim. Yes. How come me and Drew don't believe you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's your older brother's name? Jimmy. How did he pull? Mm-hmm. How did he pull this off? I mean, with anybody finding out about it, without you telling anybody? Um, no, nobody knows about it. Um, he's about twenty-one now. Twenty, twenty-one. I, I haven't talked to him like five years, four years. Mm-hmm. What's he do? I I don't know. You don't know what he does for a living? No, I haven't talked to him. Are your parents together? No. Mm-hmm. Do you have separate rooms? Uh, when we're living together, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Drew's, uh, no, Drew doesn't buy it. I just don't buy it. I'm sorry, Tim, and I hope, and I hope I'm hope i wrong. I mean, I hope I'm right, because if I'm saying this to somebody who really went through this, it's a horrible thing to say. Yeah, it's horrible, Drew. But let's uh, let's deal with it as though it were true. I mean, uh... uh That's good uh, radio, by the way, Drew. What? <laughs> let's just pretend it was true. Well, and, um, this is the kind of call I expect them to blurt out Howard Stern. Like, I spent five minutes of uh, earnest attempt to... Reach them. Tim, you want to blurt anything out? No. All right. All right. Um, We're giving you that opportunity now. All right. Well, Tim, th- this these sorts of uh, abuses, whether they're perpetrated by your neighbor or your father or your or your family, uh, very much affect your ability to have close relationships in the future. We have noticed a pattern that people have been through this very often. Uh, either at least are ambiguous about their sexuality, if not uh, primarily focused on men. And uh, I think one of the reasons I have trouble accepting your story is usually at your age, after having been through that for three or four years, at a younger age, uh, there's much more chaos in your life than I'm sort of getting from you. It usually really sort of explodes the psyche to have been through that sort of amazingly difficult uh, uh, experience. Well, maybe uh, maybe he does have an exploded psyche. We're just not getting it. I know. I, yeah, I just usually uh, feel it, though. How are you doing in school? Very good. Very good? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, your brothers uh, moved out of the house. Yeah. You're living with your folks. Yeah. And they don't. They don't. They don't know anything about it. No. No. no I would never tell. Them. Yeah, but don't. Doesn't your brother come back for uh, Christmas, holidays, that sort of thing? He lives with my father. Oh, so you're living with your stepfather and mom? No, just my mom. Mm, okay. All right. So now you're attracted to guys. Mm-hmm. And and your question is, wh- what do you do? Um, well, no, does that have to do with, like, what happened in my past? 
I tend to think it does. Well, it, we've certainly seen that pattern. That's certainly we, we see that pattern, and uh, and and we're not so much concerned about how your sexual orientation is affected by this so much as your ability to have relationships that are stable and gratifying for you. Mm -hmm. And that's usually where people find the most pain from having been through this sort of thing. Mm, right. So the answer is... The answer is don't worry about your sexual orientation right now. Uh, worry about your grades. Worry about having relationships with friends. Uh, actually hold out on on, uh, on any intimate relationship for a while until the, some of the your confusion and, and un ambivalent feelings settle down. Then you got to get into some therapy. Hopefully, and I think you got to tell his parents. I mean, you do well. This, you know, the brothers going to be doing this to other young kids too, for sure. Fantastic. All right, well, let's start the show tonight. Uh, what's my new name, by the way? Wasn't Carrera. Ace Carrera. <laughs> you forgot. Hey, engineer Mike's got a uh, mind like a steel trap. What ha What the hell happened last night, by the way? I am Ace Carrera. That is Doctor Drew. Doctor Drew is a board certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. The phone numbers here at Loveline. I should say phone number singular. Phone number is 1-800-LOVE-191, the fax number 310-854-4455. The gals from L7 are here tonight. I haven't seen these girls in a while, but uh, I certainly remember liking them last time they were here, and uh, they do know how to rock, these girls. I like this L7, so we're going to bring them in here in about uh, 15 minutes and talk like to Keith them. like Jackson for a second there. The Crimson These little girls know how to rock and roll. Adam Carrera. And it don't take a whole lot of brains to figure out these girls can play the guitar. <laughs> and they get a paid a whole lot of money, pure and simple, to play rock and roll. Fumble! <laughs> All right, All right Drew. Are you done indulging I'm sorry you? I brought that up. All right, you going to pick another call? Let's go. All right. What the hell happened last night, Brian? Brian, I don't know. That was the weirdest night of all time, wasn't it? Time warp. Yeah. I, I was really out of it, and uh, our guest was that uh, Ursula Auburn, who had um, uh, a phone answering machine uh, cassettes uh, with Charlie Sheen and uh, Jack Nicholson calling yeah. her. I sort of dug into her a little bit because I, I, I don't like that. Yeah, I think it's kind of pathetic, yeah. and she turned out to be uh, someone who'd been through some difficult times. Oh boy, it was uh, quite Oof. a surprise to Drew. We, not really. Oh, it wasn't. No, and we and we sort of made, commented to one another and to Anne. We got in it tonight. It's it's um, if nobody learns anything else from this show, it's uh, when people do stuff that's sort of outside of it's sort of deviant. Um, just scratch on the surface a little bit. It's usually not that uh, mom paddled her when she was four. It's usually some significant stuff. All right, let that. me translate. When you say to yourself, when Anne says to me, hey, we got this chick. She had sex with all these guys. She's going to come on the air tonight and talk about it and play their messages. She started a website. I think to myself, what is up with this bitch? Yeah. That's the first thing that pops in my head. What's she doing? And then I picture myself doing something like that, and I think to myself, are you nuts? That wasn't the first thing that popped in your head because I asked you before I booked her. No, he didn't say don't. No, I didn't. I didn't. Don't do it. It, it popped into my head, but it didn't. It didn't. Uh, I didn't there, say what, anything like, hey, to you. Go ahead, Booker. Yeah, I was just walking past you in the hall, right? <laughs> well, that's our normal conversation. <laughs> and, and, that's you and I getting and, close. And by the way, yeah, yeah he's talking true. to your back. <laughs> we had a moment so while was, I was yeah, filling up my was, coffee cup. You know, that's the usual. So I, ex you know, no, assumed you were. Ex and extremely excited about this one. Listen, you can book anybody because we always have a fun time with them or an interesting time with them at least. I just, I just thought about it and I started thinking, why or what would it take for you, producer Ann, to do this? What would it take for uh, many people we know to do this? And I thought, I don't know anyone who would act this way. And then I thought something must be up with her. And lo and behold, when you get them in here and you talk to them, some on the air, some off the air. 
there's always a little more than meets the eye. More than just, uh, I wanted to make a few bucks or I wanted to oh, get yeah. back at Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. All right. Brian. I knew there was a problem when she uh, talked about Ian Zering. That was bad. Yeah. That was bad. What happened to Rockola? Ace Rockola? Yeah. Well, I'll put it to the people. Is it going to be Ace Carrera or Ace Rockola? Adam Carrera. <laughs> Rockola was the one. All right, Rockola. Ace Rockola. What Brian, what's up? Rockola? Brian, Brian. All right. Well, um, I kind of have a problem with uh, my girlfriend. I've been going with her for about seven months. And uh, we have a really great love life. But the problem is whenever she has a large orgasm, she uh, tends to collapse and start to cry mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she goes from way excited till after she's crying. She doesn't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. What does she say? That's this good, right? Yeah. Is that is that? A, a, get to get out of there. Oh. Uh, is that what you're saying, Drew? Yeah. Uh, That's more fridge time for you, Brian. What does she say is going on? What is um, she experiencing? Ah, uh, see, like when I ask, she says it's nothing, or she just wants to be held, or something like that, which I don't have a problem with. Mm. How about how about uh, is that every time you guys are together or how often? Um, what do you mean every time she climaxes? Yeah, um, only the large ones. Like, so do you, do you think it's just some sort of a release? I mean, I don't know. She's sometimes people a, when they have sort of euphoric, uh, you know, I, I'd like to wish it was that, but I don't think it is. You think it's something going on? Yeah, a, it, it's a little suspicious that she, you know, says "Get away, hold me." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah exactly. that, that that sort of ambivalent. Uh, yeah. Although women do, especially uh, during uh, certain periods of the month, uh, react that way. But, yeah, it does seem like maybe there was some trauma in the past there, something. Oh, there is. There's quite a bit. Oh, there All is. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, don't, please don't leave that Why out. Why are you having us I've, guess I've around I've listened it. to you guys long enough to, to kind of figure that out. All right. Well, then that's what's causing it. But is there any way to alleviate it or to help it? Mm, yes, just be present when she has those experiences and be a consistent, available, good boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, maybe some of that will be uh, healed. There should be some sort of life-size hugging and cuddling doll that you could sort of... Um, Substitute? Yeah, you know those you know, those movies like when the big gorilla falls asleep and it's holding the little infant and they want to get it back, so they have to get a little doll and they go slide it and the thing, thing rolls around, <laughs> you know, and they, oh, <laughs> then they slide the little doll in there and they you know, scurrying off at the real infant. You're talking about a cartoon, I think. Yeah, but yeah. I think oh, some yeah. of these ideas are, are based in, in reality. Oh, I mean, I, I, I think they make yeah. a certain degree of sense, some of these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Nice big uh, Brian doll. We could spray it with Brian's scent. She could cuddle, <laughs> cry, hate it, uh, hug it, do all that. Meanwhile, uh, Brian's in the next room watching TV. So She needs a little therapy. Uh, mm. I've, I've kind of broached that subject with her, but she says she wants to do things on her own. All right. All right. All right. Just be consistent, be right. available. And, uh, boy, Adam, now that you're in treatment, boy, everybody needs therapy. It's even worse than before. For Christ's sake, Drew, uh, the girl had some sort of atrocity done to her when she was a kid. She has an orgasm. Yeah, she cries. Not every and... time, and she has a stable relationship. Oh, please. Hold on a second. Brian? Yep. What happened to her when she was a kid? Uh, lots of bad stuff with her mom. Um, uh... Molestation by a babysitter. All right. All right. No therapy there, Drew? Please. She And listen, her her settling it on her own time or in her own time means uh, you are going to you're going to look like father time by the time she's done with this. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you are going to you're 19. How old is she? She's 20. Yeah. You got 10 years. Oh, if that, if not more, before, oh. before it just sort of burns itself out. Listen, you got three years with therapy. Yeah. Mm. 
I mean, you before, have 10 years before you start noticing something yeah. different. Yeah, right. It's uh, therapy. It's not like um, it's not like oil additives or something. That's no, it's like, like oh, I noticed stuff. It's like, uh, it's like creating oil, right? Like dinosaurs died. Mm-hmm. Hey, Drew, are all the uh, are all is all the oil made out of dinosaurs? It's got to be made out of plants and junk like oh, that, sure, right? Sure. So it couldn't be that many dinosaurs, could there? Andrew, yeah, you're 16. Hi. What's happening? Uh, first, I think you're the funniest guy on the radio. You're a hell of a lot better than that stern guy. All right. Thanks. Um, well, kiss my Adam. About a year ago, I was in a psychiatric hospital. Yeah, it always takes away from it a little when they follow up the compliments with that. And yeah. even just the, eh, not, sorry. Well, at least it makes sense then. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Andrew. Okay. Um, and I met this girl there, and she was, uh, like, really into me, and I was really into her. And uh, I got her address and her phone number. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she left the, uh, the hospital, like, a couple of days after I really started to get to know her, mm-hmm. and I, it's been about a year, and I haven't talked to her since, and uh-huh. I don't know if it was safe to talk to someone. What were you in for? Um, I was kind of suicidal. Mm-hmm. How are you doing now? I'm a lot better. I'm in a therapeutic school. Oh, you are? Yeah. They have those? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, um... I get into one of those. You know, when when people are in situations like that, they tend to sort of look for life preservers or hostages. I mean, some some way to make themselves feel better, rather than make particularly good choices for a relationship. You know, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? You're just it's like you're on a ship together, and you just happen to be there, and you want to feel better. And well, it was a year ago, wasn't experience. it? But the point is, though, he hasn't seen her in a year. I think it's best to leave those things be. Well, how would you even contact her? He has a phone number and address. Yeah, but that was a year ago. Have you moved in the last year? Yeah. Smart ass. Not. You've been talking about that house for, believe me, it's been more than a year. Yeah, but I didn't move into it for almost a year. Smart ass. Uh, let me think. I know yeah. I've been seeing no, it. No, 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 no. No, there's no yes. way. No. <laughs> I swear. You're lucky I have no memory, Drew. But I swear to God, I moved into that I place. I remember the torture of sitting in that GDTV set with you, hearing about the house every time the commercial came out. All right. But the point is, is the house was being worked on, and I was living in my old apartment, and Until I when? moved. I think it'll be a year um, in, in like a week. <laughs> or or today, tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever makes you wronger. All right. The point is, is it, it's been right about a year. All right. All right. Well, look, she was in a psych ward when he met her. Yeah. Who the hell knows how? I mean, you know, she may have bounced around a little bit. She's she may have been in a foster home or something. Yeah, that's possible. The point is, is he got her number a year ago. She's not going to remember him. Well, she was she on meds. Well, because they've been intense experience together, but it's not the, a great way to establish a relationship. All right, but put it this way. She has not been hovering by the phone for the last 365 days and picking it up on the first uh, ring. Hello, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Hi, Grandma. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, so Andrew, uh, you're doing cool. fine. Cool Good. Out. Meet someone in your school. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. It's going to therapy school. Yeah. I bet they work with a lot of clay. <laughs> clay seems to be the uh, tool of choice for therapists uh, in terms of uh, kids under 15. Lord knows I played with a lot of clay when I was a kid. Bradley. Yeah. You're 18. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Uh, well, I've been masturbating since I was like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And penis size is like four inches. And I wonder, is that going to get any bigger? Or until you're about twenty-one. 
It will grow until you're about 21. Well, I mean, it's been the same size for like how many years? And Do I you know. have normal body hair and that sort of thing? Yeah. And how tall are you? 6'2". Oh, that's rough because it's all relative. Well, you know? I think there'll still be some growth next three years or so. Yeah. You should squeeze another sixteenth of an inch out of it. Hard to <laughs> Maybe three thirty seconds. Some people grow a lot towards the end there. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, I never noticed any gross spurt uh, no, people personally. Well, I Thank know, you. And you were paying very, very careful attention and saying your prayers and all, but I know. But, you know, it, it, some people are different. Um, also, I was wondering, it seems when I don't do it for like a week and a half or two weeks at a time, uh, when I get my next erection, it, it seems bigger. Mm, no, I, I would say it's probably just a more um, pronounced erection. Okay. If that makes any sense. I don't yeah. think it's because your penis grew in the last two weeks. I just think um, it had been so long. That is correct. Okay. All right? All right. All right. Thanks. All right. Yeah, it's like um, fall asleep for 10 minutes, you wake up, you go, yeah. you fall asleep for like 12 hours, you get up, you go, Hey, Drew, look at the TV screen. Oh, you just missed it. It went out. What would you do, kick something? Yeah, I pulled something. Great. Stay away from that. David. Yeah. You're 18. Oh, uh, you're a dude. I just looked up at the screen. I saw nipple, and I thought, all right, this is going to be good radio, but it's a dude. <laughs> well, uh, this like might sound like a crank call, but I swear to God it's not. Um, I talked to a doctor about this briefly for about three seconds like a year ago. It's called like gaudioclimastia or something like that. Gynecomastia. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like one of my nipples is way bigger than the other one. Well, it's swollen. There's some tissue behind it, and it's tender. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of commands. Do you smoke a lot of pot? Uh, actually, no, I have. I'm on uh, Paxil and lithium. I have med well, antidepressants. Okay. Well, the meds and the pot will will contribute to gynecomastia. But I mean, I no, no, no. I smoked pot like twice, and that was like three years ago. And that won't do it. It can be it can be normal in your age anyway. Around the age of 13 to well, 16. Well, I tell you, we, our, our listeners, uh, they got to get it together in terms of uh, how they portray themselves. You know what I mean? I mean, you're liable to get pulled over. David's the kind of guy who got pulled over, and he had like a uh, shot of cough syrup, and the cop goes, uh, you drink it tonight, son? Uh, uh, uh well, uh, uh, some, but, 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 but hear me out. I mean, you guys got to learn to get it together. If you smoke pot twice in your life, true. I smoke pot twice in my life. Ask me if I smoke a lot of pot. You smoke much pot? Absolutely not. <laughs> you smoke any pot? Never. I smoke what? What'd you call that one? Mar marijuana. Mar mm, I don't know. I don't know what that is. You understand? You don't go. Ha, ha, uh, mm, uh. That's what our listeners do. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, your folks are gonna toss your ass right out of the house. But, you smoke I mean, pot twice. Now you're on the lithium and the what? Paxil. Uh, Paxil. Paxil. Right. Does it does it produce anything? Produce any milk? Discharge? Oh no no okay. no! It's just it. I mean, it's in my left one, and yeah. it's just huge. Yeah. Well, well sometimes they actually have to be operate nice. and take that little mass out. But is there anything I can do? Um. Have you talked to the psychiatrist who's prescribing your medication? No. Should I? Yes. And Why does that that medication do that? Mm. What does that? Puberty does that. Puberty right? does that. Yeah. Weed. Weed does that. What else? <sighs> Those meds. It's, meds do that. Uh, it's excess circulating estrogen. Oh really? Yeah. Why does and it end usually... up in one side? I don't know. I don't. Why know do those pills uh, make you um, circulate estrogen? Uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, Is they, there a they, pill they, that they makes do... you circulate more testosterone? 
not that I can Don't think of. Don't you guys of. work on that one? Well, they they do have things that can, you know, androgenic hormones, and they aren't bad for you. You don't you shouldn't produce more testosterone. So it's all right body. to turn into a chick, but it's bad to turn into more of a guy? Well, I'm just trying to think if, if prolactin, the thing that causes milk production, would also cause gynecomastia, and I don't know that for sure. All right. But anyway, he's got to talk about these meds to his to his. Uh, yeah. The reason it happened, just so right? I make clear, is that your adrenal gland produces estrogen. And it's, Not uh, mine, buddy. Particularly around the time of puberty coming on. So. Yeah? Do I still do that? Not significantly. Look at me. I'm covered with hair. Are you kidding? Amy. Hi. You're 21. Yeah. Hi, Adam. Hi, Drew. Hey. Um, I just want to ask Drew a little bit about Prozac. Uh -huh. Um, I was put on Prozac about two weeks ago, um, right after having what the doctors thought was a minor stroke. Huh. I had, um, do you know what ice pick headaches are? Yeah. Well, um, normally I only get like four or five in a day, and it's like on my right temple, and it's, you know, really short for about a couple seconds. Uh -huh. Well, this particular day, I had 56 of them. How do you know and you had 56 of them? I counted them. Really? I counted every single one. Oh, boy. Because they hurt that bad. Right. So, um, by the So, by the time my mom called me at 5 o'clock that night, I had problems talking, um, walking. I had the left side of my, my right side of my body was um, numb. Huh. And they admitted me right away because when I was an infant, I had seizures, and huh. it was... On the left side of my brain too. Uh, okay. And so, um, they thought it was because of stress, and they put me into counseling, and that's why I got the Prozac. But I'm like kind of worried about what the side effects are. Um, what the side effects of Prozac are? I think she was a little unclear about what her question was. You know, I mean, I'm not sure that's. Well, she, 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 she. Of course, did. she knows what the side effects of Prozac are. I mean, that's. You know, people go over that with them before they prescribe it. I mean, it can cause appetite suppression, sleep disturbances, agitation, all All right, what about these headaches? It sounds like they're better. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, so are we done? Well, I... Good. I, mm. Yeah, that's fine. All right, uh, plenty of rest. Take that Prozac. L7 I mean, will the, be in the here. The list of side effects mm. of Prozac is pretty substantial, but uh, generally it's a relatively safe medication. Oh, hell yes. Are you kidding? Yeah, I was looking through uh, one of Drew's uh, medical journals uh, on the airplane, and uh, when he was banging the stewardess, and the uh, the front of these ads are great. the The front of the ad is just a full page, uh, full page uh, ad of some like uh, chick on a jet ski, right? And it just says uh, a Laville. okay? And you go, hey, this is some pretty good stuff. I, I don't know if it, they manufacture jet skis or whatever they do, but it looks pretty good. And then you turn the page over, and there are seven billion words crammed into one page. Illegible. Am I right? Without a microscope. Yes. All right. We'll go to break. L7 will be here when we come back. Hi, this is Ben Folds from Ben Folds 5, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, you is. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Gail and Susie are both here from L7. We're all sitting around trying to figure out when the last time you guys were in here was... We can't really remember. We think about a year. Yeah. It's been about a year. Yeah. And, you know, I've uh, said this before, and, and, and take this in a, as a compliment, please. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we, God. We get a million bands in here. We get a million guests between the TV show and, and this radio show. We talk to uh, 100 million people, and, and some of them we remember, and some of them we don't remember. But here's the way I store them in my brain. Oh, Jesus. 
They're the ones, uh, when you mention them, I go, uh, mm, I have no idea what the show was like or what they said. I just don't like them. <laughs> and then they're the ones I do like. Right. Because you have to just sort of categorize them that way because you don't have a big enough Rolodex to fit right. everybody you've spoken to in the like last year or three years. You guys are both way over in the like category. Oh. I just remember we had a great time last time you were in here. Well, Susie spent half the show on her knees under the desk. I remember that. That's right. So that probably attributed. Right next to Dr. Drew. <laughs> well, that's very sweet. Thank you. Yes. We and were, we I'm were well flattered. Yeah. May 6th what? what? Oh, May 6th is when you are here last. Almost oh. exactly a year. Almost exactly a year. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We're having weird coincidences all over the place, you and I. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right, and it, I know. it was uh, our... today's April twenty third, and that was May twenty sixth. Like April twenty third is in uh, Australia. It's April twenty third. Exactly, it's actually the future in Australia. I know. I think it's actually it the twenty first here. I met my divorce proceedings in the future. Really? In Australia? Are I you think married? This is happening? No, I'm actually not. I got to get married in the future and then right. get divorced. Hey, how was Australia? You just they just flew in from Australia. That's why they're a little bit punchy, by yeah. the way. Twenty seven via Bangkok. <laughs> 27 hours on a plane? We Yeah, ass spreading for 27 hours, would you say? Yes. I rented that. <laughs> that great. And then we watched it on the plane. Um, no, Susie, well, the best thing about we had a great, we did great shows. We played with Primus and, and Jesus Lizard, and we sold out all our club shows in Japan. Mm -hmm. And we were basically took the world by storm. We took the Pacific Rim How did by they, storm. Uh, I rented that, awesome. too, actually. <laughs> How do they, uh, Asian chicks uh, with guys licking their ass? I, I, oh, um, my. Well, we went to Thailand. We were in Thailand for 12 hours where Susie had her favorite dish to eat. And what, what was that again? What did you order? Uh, I think it was called Fat Prick. Oh, oh really? Yeah. That's good. Followed by an appetizer of cream of some young guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good stuff. Poor Susie engineer Mike don't it. know what to do. I don't know if he should drop that or not. <laughs> no, I think that was on the menu. Oh. Well, yeah, I know in England you can get the spotted dick, so I, I, <laughs> should, I, should, I should think you should be able to get that in, in Korea. Oh, or, dear, uh, Adam. The fat prick was yummy. And, and they had dumb prick, too, actually. Was that? Did you say that was no, that was prick. numb prick. <laughs> that was in Thailand? That was your date. Was that in Thailand? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, the capital of We saw a nice yes. little show there, too. Uh, we'll go into that. All right. Yeah. Well, let's plug uh, this week's show over oh, here. Oh, please do. El Rey Theater. Beautiful old theater on Wilshire. Right there in the uh, Miracle Mile there. Fantastic I, uh, saw, chandeliers. Saw mm -hmm. John Hyatt there when he was here uh, some months ago. Cool. Very nice, uh, very nice venue over there. And L7 is going to be playing with the Marshall, which is a um, high school yep, in the John area. Marshall. Playing with their uh, marching band. Yes, it's the John Marshall High School Marching Band. Right. In uniform, 37-piece, doing a seven-minute, 36-piece, th uh, the triangle player, if uh, your parents <laughs> let her show up. Uh, it's a seven-minute uh, L7 medley. Right. Which their conductor actually had to score off of uh, L7 records. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, and the kids had to sign parental consent forms because some of the... Some off-color words and some of the tunes. You yeah, know, it's but, instrumental. But they're not singing. Yeah, but, you know, you can feel the dirty words. That's true. Just pouring right out of the tuba. <laughs> and oh. another special appearance at that show will be the Country Nights Cloggers. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Who are they? I hear they wear pastel gingham, uh, handlebar mustache, well-groomed, 
Clogging. Right? Clogging. Yeah, it's a clogging, clogging troop. society. Troop. Really? Mm-hmm. Gay guys yeah. with wooden shoes? Oh, yeah. Hot. That's awesome. Tight. And Tight we're also pants. playing with Zeke. Yeah. Epitaph a- recording artist Zeke. And Great Big band. Baby. Big wow. Baby, a band right. that has so to be witnessed to it's, be believed. It's going to be a very eclectic night, Yeah, but a, but an interesting night and a strong night musically. Oh, it's going to make the Jerry Lewis telethon look like a PBS auction. It's going to be a night not to be missed. And uh, Drew, <laughs> the, the what are you whacking them with? The kids want to come out. <laughs> Drew, oh. what are you whacking them with? Hold on a second. I think it's a numb prick. Here's what uh, Drew did. I think Drew just unplugged our computer that has all our calls on it. No! And then, in order to rectify the situation, he smacked me in the shin with the unplugged <laughs> cord. Now, what am I supposed to do with this Hopefully cord? Hopefully, like a real pro, you just ease down there and plug it in somewhere. He's ease the consummate professional. Comes by. Yeah, let Mike do it. Uh, Don't whack me in the shin <laughs> with a cord, <laughs> Drew, because I, you want to I'm glad to see someone else is getting under the table this time. Yeah. Oh, you'll have your time. <laughs> Believe me. Ah. I uh, I sprinkle a little of that carpet fresh uh, down there too this time to make it a more pleasant <laughs> environment oh, for you. All right, guys, there we go. You ready to go? Let's go. All right, we got a lot of stuff to talk about with L Seven though. We're going to take some calls. I want to. I, I love this uh, rock for choice thing, by the way. Right on. And that's just a little tease thing. We'll get into right that, on. but it uh, has to do with rock and roll. And it has to do with abortion, and it's uh, it's very interesting. And Lionel Richie and all that good all stuff. All right. On. Catherine. Yes. You're twenty. You're on with L7. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good. All right. I just, whatever your question or problem is, sex is wrong and dirty. <laughs> yes. Okay? Okay. Right across the board. that in mind. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Catherine? Um, well, I have had a lot of boyfriends in the past, oh, and gee. just in the last, like, six months, I've had the same boyfriend, and I feel like it's a really strong relationship, that sort of thing. And I'm just kind of having a lot of troubles adjusting to figuring out you know what's supposed to happen in a real sort of relationship and right now we're having a little issue and i'm really not being able to figure out where's the point where you draw the line of giving and taking and things like that you're gonna have to be more specific well okay basically like before i mean we used to spend a lot of time together all the time and he's kind of got you know hanging out with some more of his friends right now. This is just, like, just happened the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I don't want to say, okay, well, you can't do this and you can't do that because, you know, that wouldn't be very nice of me. Mm, but you can say, um, this is how I feel. Yeah. This is how you make me feel. This is what I wish I This is what I like. And, and not I, you can't do this or you can't do that. Right. I mean, relationships are really not about uh, sort of creating a razor's edge between giving and taking, but creating compromise. Right. And you don't know where that compromise is going to be until you propose your own feelings. Every, everything I've ever are. had before, I just kind of like, I never cared and just kind of let it go and said, this is what I want, that's what I want, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm, I'm but that's not. I, but that's not real, is it? No. The, then it really, a relationship is about empathy and respect for the other person. Six months they've been together? About yeah. six months. Yeah. I don't know. Like, guys want to hang out with their friends. If we did compromise, I don't know where. Like, I'm ha- I don't know what the good compromise is versus a bad compromise. Or I'm giving your too feelings much. will be your guide. Okay, and it may not be perfect for you. You may not be totally satisfied with the compromise, but it will be a compromise, and you're going to have to sort of decide if it's adequate for you or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is again empathy and respect. Think about that. I mean, you've got to acknowledge what his needs are, and then he has to acknowledge what yours are. What if he started behaving like you used to behave in relationships? Hey, Catherine, I'm just going out with my girlfriends. I don't care. I'm my boyfriends around. I don't care. Hey, Catherine. Yes. How many days a week do you want to see him? Uh, well, up until the last couple of weeks, we've been spending seven days a week together. And um, now, 
See, he just said, well, you can come over every night, but if something comes up, then I'm going to call you and tell you you can't come over. Yeah. And I just felt A little like bit harsh. That, yeah, that didn't feel very good for me because I didn't want to just be hanging on the fly waiting for him to call Doesn't, me and tell me uh, I can't Be come careful. Over. When do you practice a triangle for the John Marshall High School Marching Band? <laughs> you need a few nights a week to yourself. Yeah, I work on in the afternoons, and he works during the day, so I spend a lot of time by myself at we home during the would- day advocate you each having your own life and your own time, but the way this guy is approaching things sounds a little suspicious. I work during the afternoon, and he works during the day. <laughs> I, only work, I only work four hours a day. I work at noon, and he works at 12. <laughs> I mean... I work at midnight, he works at noon at night. Don't you guys both work during the day, then? Well... See, well, he he gets off work before I do, so... All right, listen. So he goes home and has time home by himself, and I have time home All by right, myself. Catherine, uh, yeah. don't put the screws to this guy. Seven days a week sounds like a lot. But I don't necessarily trust him, but I, yeah. I, I, I'm feeling a little needy from Catherine. Yeah, sure. And what guys do is uh, they they will sort of... They like to walk away a little bit, hang out with their buddies, mm-hmm. and then walk back. But if they're walking away and you start chasing after them, they'll start running. Mm-hmm. And then they'll hit their head on something that's low, like a branch, right. and they'll go into a coma. <laughs> oh, yes. But, I've Catherine, uh, just be careful. Uh, the way that guy delivered his ultimatum sounds oh. kind of yeah. peculiar to me. But isn't it, uh, uh, Gail, Susie, isn't it, isn't it nice now? Uh, being in relationships and 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 like worked all that crap through your yes, system. Yes, no, <laughs> that's the best. Thing. Am I, I right? I, honestly, when you hit fifty-eight, <laughs> right, you can relax. You, there's you know, something. I know. I don't know how old you guys are. Gail, how old are you? Fifty-seven. Seriously, doesn't she look I, great for her? I'm. Age? <sighs> can you say? Well, the band's been around for ten years. You guys uh, do the math. Yeah, I mean, you guys weren't <laughs> no, in the seventh grade when the band started. Yeah. You no. guys met like 13 years ago, right? Yeah. Well, these guys were original members. But I knew of them. I was a fan. I was a fan of them when I was in diapers. Right. No, right. I'm the so, oldest. I'm the oldest. Here's my now. point. When you're 20, yeah. 19, yeah. 20, 21, oh. you got all this energy. Yes. And when you have this energy, you dump it right on your partner. You can screw up a relationship with just about yeah. anybody. Give give six months in a one bedroom apartment, and you will destroy the relationship and, right and lose your cleaning deposit. Right. <laughs> right on. But now right. that you're a little bit older, yeah. you worry about dying. You start yeah. you start mellowing out a little, and, right. and you just sort of become beaten. You realize, and Drew learned this some time ago. I can see him with his wife. He knows that the ecstasy of going out and doing what he wants to do will be smothered by the pain yes. uh, that he will have to endure when he comes home to his wife. Yeah. And you just realize what you know. You just it. start going with it, right? Right. You know, it's not. It's not that Thank negative. Thank you, Drew. Right. No, it is. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it isn't that negative. Drew, <laughs> you are so broken that you don't even know what you like anymore because you never get to do it. <laughs> oh. Yes, Drew. What's your hobbies? I, I don't know. I think chess, maybe, but I'm not sure. Ask my wife. My wife don't let me play. <laughs> no, you know. it's more that you get committed to things and have value in things that you want to spend time with. Not less. It's less about. But I just look at it in terms of energy, and you just yeah. you don't sweat the details that no. much. You know, like when you were 19 and someone said something, oh. you'd stay up at night. What they oh, mean the by that? What was that? It. Were they effing with yes, me? Yes, exactly. Now someone says something, you didn't even hear them. The TV uh, was on. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, it is lucky if you can have a solid stool. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I, I'm serious. That's right. There. I keep my cane. <laughs> I keep my cane by the toilet <laughs> so I can poke each stool to see, <laughs> see how it breaks oh. up. Oh yes. <laughs> That's how I can tell if I've had a solid one. If it sticks to the cane for more than three seconds, it was solid. 
All right. No, we, you're lucky. We're going to go to break. <laughs> I think I did. We'll go to break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about stools with L7. Hi, this is Louise and Nina from Veruca Salt, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's why I remember. Veruca Salt must have been in here just a little bit after L7. And before, because you ran into them then at the Winnie Roast. Yeah, but the Weenie Roast isn't for another uh, month and a half, is it? Did they it? play? Uh, no, I think Louise was going out with Dave Grohl from um, the uh, Smashing Dumplings <laughs> group, the, uh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> the Foo Fighters. <laughs> and uh, Dave Grohl was standing around a, uh, a trailer, and I had a few beers in me, and uh, Ann, producer Ann said, go talk to Dave and go uh, recruit him for the show. Ah. And I went over to go talk to Dave, and he was standing there with uh, Good guy. Louise from uh, Veruca Salt. And I had probably had her in the studio three weeks earlier. And I'm sure you had her in the studio. I uh, not in a biblical Come on! way. And I was talking to Dave. <laughs> Let's and spice it up. She kept butting in. She kept like, hey, hey, and she kept like sort of chiming in because she knew me, but I forgot, and oh. I was a little bit drunk. Yeah. And so about halfway into the conversation, I just oh. turned to her and I said, "Hey, uh, sweetheart, uh, calm down, <sighs> would you? I'm talking to Dave here." And she, then, then she got pissed off. Cause, That's a dope, pa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. And she had to kind of remind me that uh, she was in and broke assault and everything. And uh, it, it, uh, it, it, it was You're a tough, it was a tough fan. sell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, backpedaling. Hey, you guys are fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, a genre. So L7 is uh, here tonight. Let me uh, plug the record. Uh, The Beauty Process, Triple Platinum is uh, the name of this one. It's been out for what? Well, it's been over a year, right? Yeah, last February. And uh, you guys have just been touring nonstop? No, we went at home writing before we went to Japan and Australia. Oh, okay. But we were out for a solid year. I got to say, four U.S. tours, two, one with Manson, one with The Offspring, two headline U.S. tours Mm. in one year. Twice in a bus, twice in a van. Uh, then we just did the Pacific Rim, and we did Europe. And God. we just love to see. We like the Offspring yeah. guys. I have never oh, met nice uh, Marilyn guys. Manson. Oh, Noodles, Red Manson yes. guys, great. We had great time on those tours. Oh, really? Tours. Yeah. Now, when when is Adam the, hates uh, them? He does. Oh, no, I don't. I just don't like Mummy Rock. That's all. <laughs> I just like rock. I don't like the Mummy Rock. <laughs> when uh, when's the next? Uh, when's the new record coming out? These guys are writing their asses off now. Yeah, um, what's going on Susan with that? Nina, we don't know exactly. What do you think? In, I think it'll be out a year. In a, in know, in the next we, we still have, tired, uh, tired. have so many invitations to tour. We do, we we have uh, invited to go to uh, South America and Alaska, and um, oh, lots of touring is still coming up in between writing. Yeah, who you so gonna... we're really busy. Now, now, how does that work? Do people Bye. contact you and say, do you want to go out with us? Yes, actually. And how does that work? I mean, in, in do you know, does a band, let's say you get some band, let, let's say it's, it's, it's Offspring or maybe it's Marilyn Manson, and they yeah. say, we'd like to go out with a band. Here are our top five choices, and maybe you're one of them, and they call you in whatever order they call, or do they say, we want to go out with L7, go get them? I mean, do you have any idea how that process they request, works? They yeah, they actually. Us. Yeah, we were requested in uh, both instances. And did you a know him, number one? Did you know him before that, or did they just catch you guys? No, we didn't playing? know Manson before that. Some of us knew the Offspring guys, but, but do you not know really like that. the story behind Manson requesting you? Did they see you play somewhere? At some he club? was a big fan, and he, yeah, just a, yeah. Just, 
just as a fan, I think. As a fan. Well, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Now, uh, and then you guys make requests, too, and it's like a whole uh, feeding chain. Yeah, it just, yeah, it goes on. All right, but uh, El Rey this Thursday. Yes. And then where? From, they requested uh, the John Marshall marching we, band. We, right. A number one, requested the John Marshall uh, High School marching band. It's going to be like. the Country Nights Cloggers. It's going to be like Tusk for the Zeke 90s. And big Baby. Oh. You don't remember Tuss? Wait, Fleetwood Mac? Yes. Oh. Remember they played with the USC marching band? Oh, did they really? Yeah. yeah but did they do? A, did they play Fleetwood Mac songs though? Tuss. Yeah, but the John the John Marshall brass section has better armbouture. Yeah. So I was saying that to Drew last night. Hey, Drew, nice armbouture. All right, we'll take a few calls and then we're going to play something. From L7. Cass? Yeah. You're 18. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I wanted to ask L7. Um, Hi, Cass. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Um, I wanted to ask you did you guys get your name from the natural symbol and written music? The symbol for natural looks like an L7. I was wondering if that's how you guys got oh. your name. Uh, no. <laughs> is that a that's musical theory question? That is really interesting. Yeah, that's well, yeah, like. When, you know, there's sharps and flats in front yeah. of them. Is broad, yeah, right. No, it looks like an L7, so I was just wondering if that's how you got your name. No. Not, what does your name mean? It's a train, right? No, it's it's actually an old bebop um, term for square. You know, if you do your fingers like this. Oh, really? It's an old, like, hey, you, dude, you're L7. Hey, daddy this yeah. dude is L7. Right. Exactly. Cool. It means you're a square. Yeah. yeah. Is it sort of beatnik for square? Yeah. But it has, yeah. It has several different meanings. Yeah. So it's like um, what 69 would be to the sexual oh. world, L7 is oh to the uh, bebop world. Don't say 69 around Susie Adams. Sorry, oh. Susie. What, what else does L7 mean? I'm just curious. What else is it? Have you guys... It stands for Lesbian 7. Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> That's perfect. How much do lesbians make per hour? Is it a good wage? Well, you figure if guys make more than women, they got to make somewhere between women and guys, <laughs> right. right? I mean, they got to they got to make a little more than than women would make. That makes sense, right? Bro? Okay. <laughs> Cass? Yeah. We're done with you. But right, thanks, thank Cass. That's thanks. cool. We're going to start telling people that and then they'll think we're real musicians. Uh, Casey. <laughs> yeah. You're 17. Yes, I am. What's going on there? I have this problem where all I do is attract insecure people. I'm an insecure person magnet. Mm-hmm. Oh. But they use the sneak approach because they don't come out and tell you, yeah, I'm a really insecure person. They will let you believe that they are the most secure people on the planet. They don't care what anyone thinks, you know. Let me turn it around a little bit. When you, were, when you first meet people, you believe what you want to believe about them, and you don't see their insecurities. May, that, could, that could be. Mm-hmm. What's up I, with you, Casey? Uh, well, nothing. I don't think anything's up. I, I'm sure something could be. But what's the na- <laughs> What's the nature of the relationships that we're talking about here? Friends. This this could be friends. This could be boyfriends. Give us a specific example that's bothering you. A specific example. A friend of mine. She <clears throat> goes extreme. She has a lot of piercings and stuff like that. Shaved head, and she just. Why would you think somebody like that was insane? Why would I don't know? You know, because I don't I don't know, but not all my friends are weird. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are though. All right. This doesn't sound like a real question to me, Casey. No, it well, is, because this is codependency. Oh it is. Yeah, sure. Do you have an alcoholic dad or mom? 
Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, mom or dad gone or absent or? Dad has been gone since I was six. Okay. And addicted to codeine forever. All right. So that's this is this is. The thing is though, these people seem to get in competitions with me, and Casey, I feel. Casey, this is this is codependency. It's having an addicted dad, who is absent, abandoning. Yeah. Abandoning, powerless. These are issues that create codependency. And so how do I get over this? Yeah. You could go to Al-Anon or Coda, things like that. I mean, if it's a relatively, I mean, an obviously inexpensive and available way. Right. And uh, get a sponsor and work a program and see if you can figure out, get into some of these issues a little bit with, by building a relationship with people who have been through this. And you can stop wording it that uh, that um, insecure people are attracted to you and say that you seek out these people. Your dad was, an, your dad was a severe, mm. an opiate addict. That's and called he, and, internalizing, ladies. And he abandoned. That's, that's, a, that's yeah, a very serious... We had a serious, breakthrough there, Casey. That's a very <laughs> no. serious trauma to a child's growing Either up. that or I farted. And it really <laughs> affects your, your the development of yourself and thereby develops how you then relate with other people and choose your friends. Yeah, because I want to not do this anymore. All right, well, go to... Uh, call Alan on. Go to CODA. Sorry. All right, and one last thing. L7, Take... you've always been one of my favorites. Oh, thank you. Guys. All right, you're sweet. And I would, Thanks, and Casey. That's very nice, Casey. And I would recommend taking up clogging. Clogging. Check yes. out the Country Nights Cloggers this uh, Thursday at the El Rey Theater, and maybe you can join up. How many guys uh, make up a clogging line? Ooh, that is, it a, is it a baker's dozen? Is it all guys? I think it is all fellas in this one. Actually, I think it's gals and guys. I'm, I'm not sure. I just, really? you got to go to the show to see. I'd love to, except for we have to do this damn you show. You don't. Oh. I'd really love to. I mean, you, you have a whole uh, marching band. you got guys clogging. Yeah. We you got, you Zeke, got uh, recording baby. artist uh, Zeke. Yeah. It always uh, means the career isn't going as quite quite as good as it could when they put the recording artist in front of your title. You know what I mean? Like you never heard the recording artist, the Beatles. You know I what I'm saying? Did some thinking about that myself. But yeah, interesting point. Bad. For me, being a com being a bit of a comedian, it's it's a tantamount to having the funny man, Adam Carolla, mm. where they have to sort of explain that yeah. you're funny. <laughs> what, what it is you're doing there? Yeah. Yeah, that's like smart dude, Dr. Drew. <laughs> well, he has yes, the doctor. Well, yeah, that's, that's right. That's he, it. Yeah. That's a smart dude. Right, right. He uh, already has the title. Right. You don't. You're just some schmuck. Cerise. That's true. You're 16. Hello? Hello. Yeah, I would just like to know that, like, um, after you lose your virginity, if it's okay to bleed. A after you lose your virginity? Yeah. Is it okay to bleed? Yes. Yeah, it's like uh, once a month for the rest of your life, This right? is more of a qu more than that in this question. Oh, you mean you lost it while... No, no, she just... She, her question is, is should you bleed after you lose your virginity? That night. But listen to her. Yeah. Cerise? Yeah. You lost your virginity recently? Yeah. What happened? Okay, wait a minute. we got to go to break All here, right. Drew. All right. This is going to be good. Okay. All right, there was some pain involved? Yeah. Okay. Hang on a second. Turn down the TV set, would you? That was radio. Turn down the radio. Whatever it is. True? Yep. Would you like, you know, if you slid your chair back further, you could really get ahead of steam when you ran the console. <laughs> that's your problem. <laughs> you're you're doing you it from it too close. The console. Yeah, that's what I call it. <laughs> hey, Drew, did I put her on hold? Or it's, you did. You did. That it. just happened. Oh, Maybe Engineer Mike, Mike did. did. <laughs> All right, we'll go to break. We'll be back with L7 and Cerise and her hymen after this. <laughs> Hi, this is Chad Smith. And this is a Dave Navarro. We're from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And you're listening to Love Line with... Dr. Drew. And Adam. Corolla. Yes, you is listening. L7 is here. That would be uh, Gail and Susie. Hi. And uh, we're going to take a little 10-second uh, station identification break, and we'll be back in just that much time. This is Love Line on 
98KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix. It is Loveline. The uh, very punchy Gail and Susie from L7 oh, are here. Wild. They were uh, fresh off a plane from uh, Australia. Via bank. Completely sympathized because uh, I fly from uh, here to San Francisco. I'm totally disoriented. It takes me a week to recover. Yeah. I mean, and uh, I've never been to Europe. Uh, I've uh, Drew and I have done these things where we've done Jenny Jones in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And we've left at 5 a.m. after doing this show mm-hmm. all night. And I've been sitting on a sound stage in Chicago doing Jenny Jones. And we go to a commercial. It's 3.30 in the afternoon. And I look at Drew and I go, where are we? Yeah. Even who, who, am we are. Yeah. yeah. who am I? Who am I? And why do I keep making masturbatory <laughs> jokes? That sounds like a bad idea <laughs> on TV. But, uh, but I could only imagine coming from Australia. It my my brother's a commercial pilot and he's it it screws with your circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythms, yeah. it, how do you pronounce it? Circadian rhythms. Circadian I mean, there rhythm. are daily hormonal rhythms of cortisol and melatonin and things, and these things uh, go wrong yeah. when when the light cycles are off, when you're not having proper sleep patterns, uh, when, yeah. you're, you're, when your dietary habits are changed. I mean, they, these things. Uh, it will give you jet lag. Right. Yeah. Melatonin and, and, and to try to adjust that. I but, have no circadian rhythm at yeah. this point. No, yeah. me neither. You just Mine's you're, you're nocturnal hamper. day and night. <laughs> And I mean, doesn't doesn't it do that too when you have to work like graveyard, like sure. when you sleep oh, yeah. and it's light outside right. and you're up all, all through the night? It, I mean, it's not a healthy thing. It ain't right natural. You gather sticks and rocks and bugs during the day. Yeah. Right. You sleep under the bearskin at night. Everybody knows that. That's right and natural. All right. You see what happens when the circadian rhythm goes? <laughs> all right. Uh, we are going to, uh, Back to the finish, up, finish up the hymen call, and then we're going to hear something from outside. Oh, you don't need that old hymen anyway. Cerise. So, Hello? Cerise, your question was, is it normal to bleed after losing virginity? Which I would think you would know that would be true, right? Mm, uh, yeah, no, I do. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that? No. That there's a hymen membrane that gets ruptured, and sometimes it bleeds. Oh, okay. You heard of the hymen? Huh? Do you know what the hymen is? Yeah, like the cherry. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, the cherry's a medical term. What's a, why did you Why did you do this? That's why the did, Latin word. Why did you engage right. in that kind of activity if it's something that really you weren't prepared to do? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Where okay. were these girls when I was in high school? By the way, what do you yeah. think? How old was the guy? How old is he? Um, I think he's nineteen. You, you think? You think yeah. he's nineteen? The guy you chose to be sexually intimate with and. I don't even know how old he is. Oh, yeah, I know how old he is. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 19. All right. And Sex, wrong, dirty, wrong and dirty. Well, I say wrong and dirty, but not right when you're 16 and, you, you know, you have no idea what you're doing. Uh-huh. You know? It ends up, women get hurt uh, by thinking that they have to do this to keep keep guys or to oh, keep no, them happy. No, I, I didn't think I had to. It's just, I just didn't. Who's, who's the guy? A friend of mine. Friend of yours, mm-hmm. and and do you like him? Yeah. Yeah, you guys gonna go out? Yeah. Oh, you are. Are you like boyfriend and girlfriend now? No. No. Do you want to be? No. You don't want to be. No. You just want to have sex with him, but you don't like him that much. <laughs> yeah, I like him, whatever, but I don't know. Uh, are you serious? We don't know. No. You know. Listen, did he did he use a condom? Yeah. No, please. <laughs> Stop lying to me. <laughs> Believe me. A girl, uh, she never no, heard no. the word hymen before tonight. You did. Do you know what a condom is? <laughs> condom is like a male hymen. It, it really is. It's as close as the male gets for a hymen. Artificial yeah. male hymen. Yeah. 
Cerise? Yeah. All right, so be careful, right? Okay. Uh, how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have two brothers. Uh-huh. How old's your mom? She's 42. Mm-hmm. How old's your oldest sibling? He's 25. Oh. <laughs> hey. Oh, boy. Payday. You see where I was heading with that yes. one, folks? Yeah. Uh. All right. Let's not turn you into another one of the mom. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your mom was pregnant when she was your age. Yeah. Don't All do right. that. Don't do that. Okay. You understand? Yeah. Because you'll have a batch of kids that don't know what hymens are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Stay out of trouble. Okay, yeah. thank you. Don't do anything you don't want to do unless I ask you to do it, right? <laughs> Okay. All right. Bye. I have to put that provision in there. <laughs> be honest with how For a while, feeling. I just said, don't do anything you don't want to do, and then I realized, hey, I'm screwed, too. <laughs> be honest well, about how you, you right. feel about these things, how, like how you feel about yourself when you do this, and do things that make you feel good because you want to do them for you. <laughs> right. You know, but yeah, these young women are all doing stuff I that know. they don't want to do. Seriously, get to the band practice. Come right. on. Right. Something productive and creative, kids. Pick up that triangle. Right. Ding. All right. You know what we're going to do? I think we're going to play an uh, oldie but a goodie from uh, L7, and then we'll hear something off the uh, new record uh, a little Yay. bit later on to the night. And um, this is uh, one from, well, Pretend We're Dead, you can hear it. Pretend You're Dead!
pretend we're dead. That's right, baby. The uh, bricks are heavy. That's right. CD. Now, was that the one uh, before uh, the beauty process? No, there's. There's one. Is there one? Hungry for stink. After that. After that. And and in between this. Yes. Right. Yeah, because it seemed like uh, what year uh, bricks are heavy? Oh, you're asking me. That was ninety-two. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right. So it's uh, you guys do to come out now in about a year. Yeah. Right. You got it, baby. All right. Me and her are going to come out with a spoken word one. Oh, Oh, no. Uh, Michael. (laughs) Michelle. I mean, Michelle. Huh? What's going on? Hey. Um, uh, I've been married for nine months now. And um, uh, about since about three, four months ago, um, we just basically stopped having sex. I've sex like two, maybe three times since then. You're 17? Yeah. How old is he? How old is he? He's 21. Mm-hmm. And you, you got married a few months? You've been married? Nine months. Why did you get married? So Were you now? 16 when you got married? No, it was about three weeks after my 17th birthday. Why did you get married? Um, uh, Not getting because, any younger, Drew, huh? you know. Yeah. Huh? Why did you get married? Um, well, if you would ask me back then, it was because we loved each other and we wanted to be together kind of thing. I mean... And I don't think it was the best decision I ever made now, but... Um, it's got to be know. rough where a couple of months into the marriage you're saying, as I look back on it in retrospect, <laughs> yeah. maybe... In retrospect... That's 17. Uh, <laughs> that was in uh, September. Yeah. <laughs> oh, retrospect. My. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at 17, that's this whole school year. That's okay. true. <laughs> that's true, yeah. yeah. We're almost at summer yeah, vacation. Are you not? Oh, you're yeah. not going to school. Oh, she no, was I a am. junior. She was a junior before. Oh. How do you? Uh, are you allowed to be married oh. and be in school? Yeah. Is that legal? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I never. Are you going to emancipate? Your parents had to sign off on all this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. My dad had to sign for me to get married. Oh. Oh. That's got to be a proud moment. <laughs> but there's, I mean, there wasn't anything like, like bad at home or anything like that. It was just we've been together for over three years now, mm-hmm. and you weren't pregnant or anything. Nope. Mm-mm. Well, that's oh. refreshing. Well, something has changed. Everyone somebody's was, somebody's yeah. feelings are changing, and so. uh, or or somebody is harboring some resentments or negative feelings of some sort. See, a lot of it is that he's always. I mean, he's really into video games, big time. Like well, that's uh, what happens when you get the root of all evil. <laughs> The it's guy's in the video Sega. games. A 21. <laughs> What's ahead? <laughs> What's ahead? Well, a lot of guys are in the video games. A 21. a guy like that once. You have time for video Did games you? now? No. Okay. No, I know. I, I met some guy at a strip bar in Vegas two nights ago. He was like, uh, I represent this video company. Hey, we can say that. Uh, please save it. That's, yeah. uh, that's what I told him. That's all I need is one more vice. <laughs> I, I do enough unproductive things in a day. i got to sit around and try to blow up some mutant uh, with with some uh, yeah, the tomahawk. the root of all evil. All the right, root. so w- what does this guy what do? To Legos? Does he work? Yeah, he works. Well, he got laid off for a little while, but he's back to work now. Where's uh, Where's he work? He works um, at a print shop, a press mm-hmm. shop. He has uh, a good job. He's all right, so... Well, something is wrong. See, Some- the, the thing is, though, is that... Like, uh, he's 21, and I, I mean, my image of a 21-year-old guy is that... But, Michelle, something is wrong. Well, How your... weird is it that you're coloring in the word Michelle? There? <laughs> That's a little weird. What, uh, what's your image of a 21-year-old man? Well, I mean, it seems, I mean, I have, it says, like, in magazines, I get subscriptions that, like, you know, magazines or whatever that say, you know, 21 years old, and they want to have sex, it says you should But, Michelle, ready. Michelle, what, what are just... these magazines? Naive Bride? Yeah, but, Michelle, <laughs> it just shows you... <laughs> How much of a problem there is? That'd be a good magazine. That his biology is being overridden by whatever the problem is in your interpersonal 
relationship. But see, that's the thing. I can't. I don't. I don't see anything. Well, something's wrong. It's just. Well, you're seeing something loud and clear. Something's wrong. I don't know what it is. It's it's not that he's growing a tumor in his brain. I, I can pretty much guarantee you that. I don't know. He works at a printing pr- printing press. Yeah. Maybe he's had mercury poisoning. Yeah, but I don't possibly. know. It's, uh, Dye uh, sublimation. Because Maybe we, it's, I mean, we had sex before we were married, and we used to have sex like three, four times a day. Well, you, you know, certainly like to look time, to like look to him to evaluate him to make sure he's not depressed or having a medical problem or something that really is changing his biology is reasonable. But I would think that would take, be a pretty easy evaluation. And beyond that, you're 17 to 21. You're married. I mean, it sounds stressful already. He's hiding out in video games. The relationship is not. Uh, Maybe his braces real. are too tight. Everything you'd be loosened a little bit. That could really aggravate a man. You know, I got. Yes. I got addicted to those video games for a while. You did. Yeah. Like which I didn't ones? care about anything else. Really? Yeah. Like how long ago? When was it? It was during the Simpson trial. Mm-hmm. I remember I watched that obsessively, and then I started playing the games all night long. Ooh. It was crazy. Dr. Drew, uh. how did yeah, you... for a couple of months there, I went completely... I let people call on the phone and everything. And I mean, didn't care about sex or anything. Well, how did you wean yourself away from the video games? I just got busy, and I had things to do. Well, you see. Yeah, yeah, but that that's what happened. Were you getting depressed? It got depressing after I was doing that for a while and realized that I wasn't calling people or people were calling on the phone and I was ignoring How many it. hours a day were you playing? A long time. <laughs> what time? <laughs> two in the afternoon till three in the morning. Really? Yeah. And what video game? Uh, at that time, it was a game called Zelda. What, what was Zelda doing? Well, you're going around, you're trying to find this princess and all these other little goofy things. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, wasn't even, you didn't even blow stuff up? No, but oh. you... Yeah, you that's not. I think you yeah. could conk people. Yeah, unless well, you, you're you could, unless yeah. you're destroying things. I, uh, you you could kill things. Oh, okay. Well, then I could. So see you it. went between that and the Simpson trial. It was just like yeah, it was addicted. Wow. That's healthy. That's, that's <laughs> so healthy. I understand the guy not wanting to have sex. Yeah, yeah. So maybe she shouldn't Games worry too much. Games are better than any of that. Yeah, yeah but yeah, maybe but she shouldn't worry too much when you're in it. All right, but know, when you're in a game addiction, ultimately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're if, if you're having difficulty in your in your marriage and you've been married for uh, nine months, you, you gotta you gotta do a little work on it. If he's right? having if he himself is having a medical or psychiatric disturbance, that needs to be treated. But it needs to be evaluated in the context of your relationship because that's what's suffering right now. George, yeah, you're 17. Yeah, what's I, going I, on? I'm on Tetracol. Epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And. So the, I went to the doctor last week, and he gave me a, like a, a like a upgrading for my medication. Mm-hmm. And ever since ever since ever since that, my sex drive went like totally down. On the excess, in the extra tegretol. Yeah. Were you having breakthrough seizures? Yeah, like three, four day. What's mm-hmm. a breakthrough seizure? You're seizing in spite of being on anti-seizure medicine. So you're like breaking through the your, your meds. Yeah. Oh, that's bad, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's important to control the seizures. Uh, you may want to talk to your doctor about adding a second anti-seizure medicine so maybe he can back off the Tegretol. What can happen on a seizure? You can die. But, but on the negative side, what can happen? <laughs> no, I mean, listen, smartass. Uh, what else? You have brain damage if you seize uncontrollably. You can really? aspirate and, you know, because pneumonia. And what do you have to do? I mean, you can't drive a car, right, because you might have a seizure while you're driving? Correct. Like, what can you do? Should you wear like a hockey helmet or something in case you fall down? Are, you, are your seizures generalized? And yeah, they're like they're, they're not ground, they're not like big time, but it's like I like I ooze out, like you know. But you don't fall to the ground uh, and shake. 
I, I can't control Let's generalize. Generalize means they, they generalize throughout the brain, and they you go unconscious and you shake generally. I, and, I, but what he's talking about, what are called partial complex seizures, where you have an altered sensorium and you may have some motor activity with that. Are you a real doctor or just a love doctor? Right. I used to on 17 different kinds I love of asking that. You've been on 17 medications? Yeah. Oh, Tegretol is a pretty common one. There's a lot of new ones out there, and again, sometimes a combination does the trick, and maybe you can find one that doesn't cause the sexual dysfunction. Now we have the Viagra, oh. which I assume, Adam, you'll be ask, bugging me for one of these days. The Viagra? Yeah. Ten bucks a pill. Are you kidding? Can I he hook to, you up? I go to a peep show for eight bucks. Please. Viagra, Viagra came out last week. I've probably, probably written 30 prescriptions for it. 30? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. They say this stuff's going through the roof. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, they're saying guys who are who have normal sexual function are wanting to wanting get hold to of this. And the really interesting thing is, men in their diabolical minds are wanting to give it to women. Oh, really? To see what ha just to see what happens. Is that roofie? I heard this story, man. One of my friend's older brothers. <laughs> he met this chick, you know. She, she, she was really hot. Did she lose her kidney? No, no, no. That's another friend. This chick was really hot, you know. Yeah. So it's like he met her at this bar, and he was going to take her home to have some sex with her. And he, and he gave her one of these uh, Viagras, you know, and and he told her to wait in the car while he ran into the liquor store to get, like, a six-pack before it closed. And yeah. when he came back, she killed herself by trying to have sex with the stick shift Shut of up. the guy's car. Shut oh, yes. Up. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, that was Spanish fly. Oh. It was the same dude's <laughs> older brother did it once with Spanish fly, too. And the chick killed herself on the stick shift knob. She was so horny. Did you hear that, Drew? That could happen. How? What does this stuff do to women? How does that? We don't know. You? It's being. It's and people don't. The the people that are trying to study it don't even know how to study it. You know why? What the, what the threshold? Because they they be. try to study it, but the pants come down and the oral sex starts oh. up. They can't even study it. It's that <laughs> powerful. I have a drug. feeling. Again, male and female sexuality is so different that it's going to unlock some of those mysteries a little bit. You're going to see all kinds of. Oh. interesting function that gets detached from the actual sexual arousal. Now this new stuff is it? Oh, is I'm it by? Is hey, it, Susie's it, juicing up over here. She's juicing over here. <laughs> hey, can we get a clean up on aisle four? Susie's hey, let's, juicing. Let's get a squeegee in here. Uh, is is it Viagra? Did you say or yeah, or Viagra? V, Viagra. V. And if you want to know how diabolical these these uh, oh, these uh, these uh, sort of <laughs> I don't want to say vitamin companies, but these people that promote um, you know these. Uh, the pharmaceutical company. No, the non-prescription products and stuff. Oh, they've already come out with herbal. They've, ah, come, out with herbal they've come out with something, right. listen, that says this. V-A-G-R-A -A with an umlaut over the A. And uh -huh. they're selling it for $90. And, and all the literature attached to it sounds exactly like the original Viagra letter, literature. Right. The, the generic? Unbelievable. Right. It's wow. nothing. It's, oh. it's, it's nothing to do with it. Yeah, and you know what it is. Is it a placebo? It's a pill. It's, it's, it's some herb. Yeah. It's made oh, out it of does a, have some made of diatomaceous medicinal. earth right. and marzipan yes, gel. Right. 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 It's, it's right. formed into, oh, yeah, right. but that's going to do I'm it for I'm still you. thinking about the stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> made you hot, huh? <laughs> oh, it reminds me of an, oh, of an emergency break. I and let me tell you, this chick was so horny, this this was not down on the console. This is uh, three on the tree. No. It was an old truck. I, yeah, I was going to say, it was an automatic. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, she had to climb up on the dash oh. to get to it. No. Oh, true story. My, <laughs> my friend's older brother told me. Are you? Oh. Uh, totally true. All right, Drew, <laughs> it, tell us a little more about how this drug works when we come back, all right? Yeah. All right. 
Hello, I'm Simon LeBron. And I'm Warren Cucurulla from Duran Duran. You're listening to Love Lines with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Mwah. Just for you. Oh. Those guys, uh, L7's more manly than that group. <laughs> Who was that? I didn't even hear it. That was, uh, That's Duran. That's my mouth. That was Duran Duran. Oh. Nice guys, though. Yeah. That's never, as big a rock as stars and legends and everything as those guys are. Yeah, still nice guys. Sweethearts. You know what that is? Class. And that separates the pros from the kids getting signed out of their basement. I tell you that uh, Warren and Simon and uh, uh, John and uh, all those guys right. have come in here a bunch of times, and they're just uh, friendly yeah. as uh, all get out. Yeah. Gail and Susie are both right. here from uh, L7. We're talking about this Viagra drug, this new, um, it's it's a new drug you take. Now, all the other... <laughs> and Susie's juicing up over it. Drew, do you have, um, like, a cricket mallet you'd like to use just to destroy a piece of equipment? Or I, I think you could make more noise if you swung that thing around. He's just trying to get attention. Oh, boy. All right, this is this new thing. It's out. It's just out. It's 10 bucks a pill. Oh, for Christ's sake, for 2 bucks you get a quaalude. Come on. <laughs> 10 bucks. A, can you get quaaludes anymore? No. Okay. Well, somebody does. For 10 bucks a pill, you get an erection. Yeah. And it's... And it's this new breakthrough drug, and it's for guys who um, are having difficulty in the erectile department. But now the problem is, like anything, everyone wants a free ride, and they're getting it. And guys who aren't having difficulty figure, well, listen, if sex is good now, it's going to be great when I get hold of this drug. Yeah, this is, this is again, the diabolical nature of the male mind is, uh, well, hell, I'll, I'll use it too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, it does this to me. What does it do to my girlfriend? Mm-hmm. But how is this stuff prescribed? Because... You can't prove that I can't have an erection if I come into you and tell you I need this, can you? What are you going to do? If you came in and said I I can't have an erection, I would we would do a medical evaluation, right? And then we'd talk to your, your therapist. Okay. And then, don't embarrass me in front of the girls with and the therapy. And then then we would consider therapy? maybe doing something like this Weird. on a very short term basis, unless we found some real medical problem. But the point is, is I could get the drug. I mean, no one's going to test me. The doctor's not going to give me a reach around and make sure I'm not a liar. <laughs> oh, no, they hey, that's a courtesy, buddy. <laughs> For instance. A reach around is a courtesy. No, you, we might do a nocturnal tumescence monitor. Oh, please. Oh, You're yeah. not going to do a nocturnal tumescence monitor. Oh, yeah. What is that? It's a uh, monitors that gauge your erection while you sleep at night. Ah, nightly wood. Where do I sleep, though? Do I have, do I get sleep at home? On your the back. Little, the little the graph thing you take home. It's like a little seismograph. <laughs> yeah, well, ah! all I got to do is uh, hook that up to my dog, and I'm fine, right? I mean, I could fudge that test, right? I suppose. All right. Hey, don't say fudge around Susie. Ooh. Hey, come on now. Susie, you're, uh, you're all input, right? Yeah. That's good. Ah! Yeah, so it's true. Ah! Oh, Adam, look what you did. I didn't do that. Yeah, I didn't do it. Gail did it. I didn't touch nothing. Fixed it. Fixed the monitor, I didn't Drew. do it. The monitor. Jesus, we're pulling the All right, so, Drew, uh, what the hell else were we talking All about during that break? Wood. I know. Wood and nocturnal and You get that thing working yet? working. Mike got it. That's right. We do? Yeah, it's going to turn on. Wait, it's all fixed. Like, I'm getting a oh, stiffy over It's not going to turn on. <laughs> look, the light's on. Why does this keep ah. happening tonight? We have this monitor that have, has all the calls up on it, and it's uh, pitch black right now. Uh oh. Uh-uh. There we go. Thank you, Mike. Maybe we ought to do what a nocturnal thing on huh? the yeah. monitor. Yeah, Susie. I didn't touch it. You're 21. Yeah. What's going on? Um, hey, L7. What's up, Susie? Um, I think you're rad, me and my boyfriend. Right on. We're Thank totally... you, Susie. Huh? Yes. Okay. Susie, don't cuss, please. I'm sorry. All right. She's just excited. 
I understand that. Yeah, I'm like really nervous. I get potty mouth when I get excited, too. Are you pretty drunk, Susie? Yeah, I'm pretty drunk. Oh! What are we drinking tonight? I'm drinking a beer for all seven. Oh, (laughs) Wow. And, well, thank uh, you. And uh, every member of the uh, Mormon, Mormon uh, Tabernacle. <laughs> ah, no, she's choir, drinking a drink for every member of the John Marshall High School. Oh, that's right. For all 36 members. Hey, Thir- don't say member around Susie. 37 with the guy who plays the triangle. Ding. Susie. <laughs> hey, we got to take this show on the road, ladies. I know, it's good. pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah. You haven't even heard our shtick about the uh, Tokyo Wax Museum. <laughs> we'll get into that at 12.05. Let's just say that Susie needed a bikini and I needed an upper lip. <laughs> I, t- I had to melt Burt Reynolds just to do my back. We got more. That's good. But anyway. I'd go with, I'd go with Burl Ives next time. It's a bigger man. Oh. Susie? That's for my ass. <laughs> I love Gail. She's like a, 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 a good-looking guy with a, with a vagina. It's everything no, you'd want in a boy. No hair, no hole. Smooth plate. Yeah. No. That's what I, I had like. it filled in 20 years like, ago. Uh, like Barbie. <laughs> like a Barbie. Susie? Yeah. Do you, you have anything? Uh, you have a question? Uh, yeah. Um, I've been with this guy for, like, about two years. He has two kids from a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. And I lost my virginity about a year ago to him. It's like Gail. Um, I'm getting kind of confused feeling. Like, I don't know where I'm going right now. And I feel like, I feel really messed up right now. Like, I don't know why I'm feeling confused about things. Like, I know that I love him and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Could it be the two forty ounces of yeah. old Milwaukee uh, you drank before you called in? Yeah, I believe I drank that before I lost my virginity. Yeah, yeah. why don't you focus on your, your? You have a family history of alcoholism? Um, no, I just stopped doing drugs, and it's—I guess you'd call it a substitute. I don't know. Of course, I mean, if you stop if you stop doing something that your brain has been conditioned to, you your brain will require you to replace it with something else, and alcohol is uh, available. Drug, you have to use a lot of it to uh, substitute for things like cocaine or heroin. But you, you don't or, meet or that marijuana. many uh, people that were into drugs yet were virgins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Doesn't doesn't normally uh, fit the trend because right. women are are like um, it's like um, you don't meet too many drunken goalies who haven't been scored on. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woman gets yeah. woman gets good and loaded, and uh, starts going to parties and stuff like that. Something's getting through the net. Party. <laughs> Believe me, that siren's going off. <sighs> the organist will play. <laughs> Something. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, write that one down. That's a like good that one. one. Don. Yeah. You're 33. Yeah. Enjoy your show. Thank you. Um. Separated about. Uh, Almost two years ago, recently divorced, probably about two months ago. Uh, My question is, I want to start dating again, and how long should I wait? Uh, What are you doing Thursday? (laughs) Actually, I'm going out on date Thursday. Uh, How long should I wait before I take uh, a girlfriend or something like that around my kids? I don't want to mess them up. You have the kids? Yes, I have them. I'm waiting in the car. 
Maybe really, you don't you don't want to mess up that first date with them I running around. Keep, well, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just wondering how well, long should I wait? How old are your kids? Uh, they're they're uh, nine, seven, and and almost three. I would keep them out of it. All right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What would be the dynamic there? I don't know. I, I don't know enough about it to tell you. I say get get a babysitter and some of that Niagara. No, that's not what I'm getting at. You're, you're misconceiving. Yeah. what I'm saying. No, I'm not going to take them around like right away. I'm thinking like six months down the road or a year down the road. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Or that's that's the point I'm trying to come across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you I, know, I'm, I don't I don't want to give them problems later on down the road. You know, my you know here's the deal. Um, I must see. My parents got divorced when uh, I was probably seven, maybe eight, mm-hmm. and my dad started dating some uh, chicks, and he brought them around, and it wasn't really that confusing to me. I mean, I, I may have been a little older. I may have been ten, eleven years old, but I was nine, you know, whatever. And uh, they had a few girlfriends in that time period, maybe three or four girlfriends from the time I was eight to the time I was like thirteen or twelve, and it wasn't that. Uh, it wasn't traumatic. No. no, they were they were nice ladies, and yeah. you know sometimes we'd go to their house, and sometimes I'd play with their kids uh, or screw around. Mom. Mm-hmm. mom went out with uh, Zorback. Well, now I Sunshine. don't know what she was doing with Zorback, Sunshine, Happy, and Axis. My mom's a little bit of a hippie. No, actually, oh, oh, Axis Axis was uh, Happy and Sunshine's kid. So, uh, but <laughs> the the point would you? Hey, Drew, for Christ's sake, could you stop making that noise with that pen in the background? <laughs> Here's the thing. Is that what he calls it? I think it is slightly less traumatizing to a boy to have dad have a few girlfriends than it is for his mom to have a few boyfriends. Because right. ladies it, smell nice and they bring you gifts. Guys are scratchy and nice. stinky. That's right. right. And they mess up the and carpet. They exactly. Right. Protein is staining. Yeah. Zorbak gave me carbon monoxide poisoning. So. <laughs> How that happened? Uh, because... <laughs> This is like 1974 you know, when uh, people think, um, hey, we could take a school bus and turn it into an everyday uh, piece of transportation. Uh, <laughs> Zorback drove one of those like short buses that the, the uh, slow kids ride in, but he had it all converted into his own like hippie pad. Uh, and we went out camping, and the back window <laughs> of this thing was open or, or kicked out or off, and I fell asleep no. in the very back seat of the school bus Shut up. with this open window and the exhaust just came, you know, like when you drive yeah. your car with the hatchback open sometimes and yeah. you can totally smell the fumes? Mm-hmm. Well, that's that what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what happened to me. Thank God. <laughs> thank God Zorback had to take a leak after an hour and a half or uh, get some more bong water or something. No, and we pulled kill over. You. I almost killed a friend like bad exhaust. That's bad. Really? Yeah. How'd that really happen? bad. Just bad. You know, pipe coming back in. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Hey, just CO, very bad. CO, bad. So, uh, <laughs> Gail's uh, turned <laughs> so into a, a rain man over there all CO, of a sudden. CO, bad. CO, bad. CO, do good. CO, bad. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Definitely bad. I'm glad it's her this time. I'm usually getting the rain. All right. So, I don't think it, I don't think a guy bringing a woman around is necessarily going to be traumatized. You don't want to parade a cavalcade of new women yeah. in and out of the guy's house. But I don't think it's that traumatizing to the children. If she's a nice lady. I think, I think it is uh, unsettling, destabilizing, and confusing to the kids. And the more you can keep and the kinds of relationships, the nature of those relationships are never quite right and they're never necessarily permanent. And they, they may, if they, God forbid, they do really connect with a 
a genuine person, that person may not be there in a couple oh. of years. All right, but here's I, I think, the alternative. I think the best thing is they to They sit home and watch TV with the sitter with while the you're sitter, out banging the new bra. With the sitter, who hopefully is somebody who becomes sort of a feature of the family system, somebody the kids are connected with and who will be available for the next oh, five to some, ten years. Some uh, high school kid who's uh, scraping resins. I think Come on. You, keep your, you keep the parental sort of uh, presence as a consistent presence and keep your social life completely out of the home. Is that what you're going to do when you get divorced? I'm not getting divorced. Oh. Okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm going to be the new woman when uh, Drew gets divorced. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, can you imagine? Go to Australia. You'll be together. in the future and you'll know. All right. Uh, Anne, is it too late to uh, play drama? Or do you want to try to squeeze it in? We'll... Yeah, we'll oh, squeeze it in. We'll yeah. play it first. Yeah. Uh, okay. Don't say squeeze it in around Susie, please. We will uh, slide it in oh! after oh. this. Huh? No. All right. It is the Love Line. I'm Ace Carrera. That's Dr. Drew. <laughs> Drew's having a little party out in the hall. Oh, it's pathetic. And Mike, the uh, screen's out again. I'll tell you what. What's that L7 song we're going to play? Is that drama? Yeah, you're pointing at the screen, Sweepy, but the screen is out. Yes. See, I'm not so stupid as you think I am. I think. We'll fix the screen. We'll play a little something uh, called drama, and we'll be back.
would be uh, drama off of uh, the beauty process, triple platinum, L7. Man, that's a good song. You know, that's uh, it's real simple, but it, it's like one of those songs. It's like what's playing in the kids' room when the parents come in and tell them to turn that goddamn rock and roll down. Lower it! Yes, you're waking the neighbors up. Can we say hi to Danita and Dee? No, that's not the question. Dump that engineer, Mike. We have a delay. We can do that. Come on, they're at home washing their panties. Oh, that is a band. You know, I have to do another plug-a-reading. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, reading. The show on Thursday, mm-hmm. the 23rd at the El Rey Theater, right. uh, with the marching band and Zeke and Big Baby and the Country Nights Cloggers, uh, is also going to be internationally broadcast on the Internet. Live. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, via this thing called www.lalive.com. Mm-hmm. So if you can't make it to the show because you don't live in Los Angeles, right? because we expect everyone who lives in Los Angeles to be at the show, and if they're not... yeah. Their name is Mud. But anyway, www.lalive.com. You can watch it. You can. How they do uh, that? I don't exactly know. Uh, My mom, God bless her, looks 45, 72, knows how to download QuickTime. I think you need QuickTime to do it. Well, just go to this website and it'll explain it all. And, uh,. I've actually seen one of these concerts before. It's really neat. Yeah. And um, and you can just, uh, I mean, you can just hear the, uh, is it? Like, it's audio and picture. Yeah. It's audio and picture. The picture's a little wacky. It moves in this kind of weird Well, isn't isn't the picture of... sort of like every uh, s- s- four it's, second there's right, a it's, picture? It's, it's sort streaming of... video online thing, and it, it's not as, as nice as watching video. It's not as smooth. It stops every... Yeah, it's bit. like when you're yeah. driving in a rainstorm or something, <laughs> and your wipers... I mean, you're not going to crash oh, into anything. Oh, it's a little anything, more high-tech than that. You don't, you don't open the sunroof. <laughs> That's no, no. an interesting analogy. <laughs> it's Thank like you. a Simba cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Kimba. Also, also yeah, L7... Simba. Kimba L- the White Lion. Kimba the White Lion, right. Sorry, I'm still yeah. unplugarini here. Yeah, what's going on? Also, L7 has a website. Oh, yeah. Uh, com. That's three L's in a row. <laughs> and what do we what do we smell when we smell that site? I it's mean, very racy. It's it. very racy and random. Oh, really? It is? Yeah. Oh, good. And uh, unfortunately, my parents got a hold of the address. Oh, really? Yeah. They looked And that I up? just got a, oh, Gail. Yeah, That's I can all. imagine. Yeah. Not good, but it's very funny. Kids write in. When and are you going to stop acting out, yeah. sweetie? Yeah, exactly. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Herb, we should have got her into therapy. I told you. What do you mean? I told her we were going to go. I was. I had the car running. <laughs> Marcus. Yeah, but the CO coming in the back window. That's his <laughs> idea of the car running with Gail in it. Marcus, you're 15. Hey, what's up? All right, Drew, what would you do? Lose hey, Marcus. Hey, Hi, Marcus. Hey, you got to come to the show because it's all ages and it's only $12. I'm totally there. Yes. You want to be stage left because that's where it's happening. Exactly. I'm sorry, Susie. Stage right's all right, too, but... Where are you um, calling from, Marcus? I'm calling from L.A. Like, oh, great. Right uh, on. Perfect. Uh, I was like, I don't know, I was talking to Gail after the Raver Five show at the barn. Oh! And like, I don't know, you, I, I don't know, I've talked to you like at all like the L7 shows like in L.A. lately. Yes! Like over the past year or so. You're the one hung like Stalker. a field mouse. What? <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. You were packing. No. I remember you. Hi! Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> you remember Marcus? Seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I remember all my boys. Oh, it's hyperventilating uh, there. <laughs> Marcus. No, he's all right. He's a good kid. He's Pull a rocker. He's a punk rocker. for a second. Just uh, speak to the girls. <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, God. He's <laughs> like a good boy. I, I called, like, last time that you guys were, um, like, I don't know, on Love Line, like, whenever that was. Hey, uh, Marcus. Oh. Marcus. Yeah. You ever fantasized about the band? Yeah, all the time. You have? Oh, my. Sexually charged fantasies? <laughs> That's really the ultimate compliment. You know, it, it isn't it, though? Really. Especially if he saw us naked. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to need the Niagara. Adjustable? Yeah. The under the butt nut. <laughs> so he can get to him. <laughs> All right, you're getting punched. Oh, that's now, sweet. Girl. No, I know. Hi, right, Marcus. Now 27 hours on a plane. They love you. Yeah. Hey, I was just wondering what's going on with the drawing contest. Oh, did you send it's in a drawing? It's going to be judged one of these years. Yeah. So just hang on. Did yeah. you send in a drawing? Yeah, I did, except it got like, all like, kind of messed up. This is sort of like the Adam Farts and Someone uh, Heads contest. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps, it's, 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 hey, never... you girls? No, you're in a big band. You wouldn't go for that. No, I'll fart in your head. No. Susie no. will do it in a minute. No, you have to be the recipient of my love. You know what I'm saying? He's pointing them. What is, what is the <laughs> what is the drawing contest? We've got a drawing contest yeah. on our website. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. We have a lot of artistic fans that sent in some really amazing drawings. And, and, and it, can it be of anything? No, no, it has to be of us. Yeah, but for a potential album cover or something like that. Oh, we mm -hmm. haven't really decided what the, the what the final purpose will be for the contest winner. Be, but that's actually a good idea. They'll be on the website. And yeah. then oh, you, and eventually we're it. going to judge them when people have been waiting a really long time. And, then, get around and then what happens? I mean, is there some sort of payday? Do they get to come see you play? Do they get some CDs? Actually, what they're going to win some odor eaters insoles that have been worn by L7. This yeah. is a hell of a uh, yeah. contest. <laughs> I'm surprised more people haven't entered. Um, here's the deal. You work long and hard on some graphic art. You send it in. Um, they may or may not look at it, and then they get around to looking at it when they're good and ready, and then you get maybe something. No, Probably it's, not. a lot of this and art posted on our website yeah. right now as we speak. All right. So and I was, and I actually, in a former life, I was an uh, illus illustration instructor at Massachusetts College of Art. Oh, you are? So, yes. Well, turn around. Sophomore and juniors. Turn so, around. You see that uh, picture that uh, that the uh, Dickie from the Bostones uh, drew that a night I had now. You know, I know the Bostones. Oh. Why I did like you critique the, uh, is that good? And the uh, contrast between the negative space. Beautiful. Yes, very yeah. good. Yep. Thank you. I posed nude for that. Although oh. he, he did put a shirt on me. Dear. Well, he took some artistic license in yeah. the crotch area. Very flattering. <laughs> Jade. Yeah. You're 14. I'm going to be 15. Right yeah. on. You're almost 15 Ow. on hold. You're, you're on hold for 96 minutes. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah? What's going on? Okay. See, me and my best, my have a best friend. We're like, we're really close and everything. And, you know, I like him a lot, but we, I just want to know how, if he has feelings for me in that way. Hey, did you say your, fi hey, did you say your fiance? No. <laughs> I, I want to know if he has feelings for me like, in that way, because we do things, we, we play around a lot, and we do things, you know, couples would do. Right. Like what? How old is he? He's, he's um, 15. He's a year older than me. Mm -hmm. Why don't you ask him? Yeah, he likes you. Well, you want to get him. You want to get him make the move, though, right? Hmm. Well, yeah, you give him some of that uh, Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Ah. Female friend of mine uh, met this dude at a bar. Oh, please stop. Seriously. No, no, no. Took him back. Gave him some uh, Viagra. <laughs> he um, he actually uh, killed himself humping the exhaust pipe <laughs> oh. of the car while she was in the liquor store buying a six pack. Oh. He did. Shut up. Uh, seriously. Oh. Yes. <laughs> 
He got ah! he got carbon monoxide poisoning, in, in, but injected into him. He belched out <laughs> a, 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 a big oh, gas cloud. Oh, my. Oh, yes. Oh, my. <laughs> so, well, Don't say gas cloud around me. Please. Uh, Susie, you know the gas, too? <laughs> What aren't don't you go into? There. Okay, don't go in. <laughs> oh, you guys are so past punchy. Hey, Christian, you're 25. Let me just read your question because we have 30 seconds. Fiance's baby, baby's dad is interfering with their life. Help. Fiance's baby's dad. Oh, okay, the old, the old guy. The old boyfriend. Yeah, that's a tough situation. Uh, we got to go to break. Here's the deal. Sometimes these situations get dangerous, and you really got to keep an eye on them. Yeah. I mean, if this guy does anything stupid, report it to the police. Uh, get a dossier going on this guy. If he leaves threatening answering yeah. machine messages, keep those on a separate tape. Uh, any Anything he sends in the form of a uh, threatening letter or something mm -hmm. like that, you got to hang on to all that. Uh, but other than that, I would tell your woman to talk to him and sort of try to stay out of the circle because yep. uh, it can get a little dicey. L7. All right. All right, tomorrow night, I mean Thursday night, Thursday the L Ray, night. right? Yes, the L Ray right. Theater. In the uh, beauty process. Boulevard. Doors open at 8. All ages, $12. 55. Yeah, they know where it is. Yeah. It's on Wilshire. It's five, in the Miracle Mile. 515 Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah. John cool. Marshall High School Marching Band. Cool old Seven uh, minute theater. L7 medley. Drew will be playing the triangle. Yeah. At the <laughs> it was the fastest uh, fastest two hours ever. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Thank you for having us Come back. Come back uh, anytime you like. And I'm sorry it got a little scatological there, but no, we had a great time. That's the way we like it. So until next time, this is Adam Corolla for Dr. Drew saying <laughs> mahalo. <laughs> has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff or management or producers or directors or the advertising or anyone. They might be Bob's. I'm Bob and they're mine. The producer of Loveline is Ann Wilkins. Loveline is a presentation of Westwood One Entertainment. Grr. Arg. We now return you to your highly tested, regularly scheduled programming.